Ladies and gentlemen, we are live, coming to you from the internet. Introducing first, with a professional record of a five-star rating, and the future winners of the Fight Pick Championship, Ricky Reed, Buddy Harlow, the MMA Marks Podcast. Loving this shit right here. What's up, everybody? <laughs> that's how we start MMA marks right here. Buddy gets his rock, and that's what motherfucker. I'm <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get a great show for you right now. We're gonna recap Fight Night 166. We're gonna recap the Fight Pick Championship. We're gonna get in some to some news and callouts, and we're, we got to talk about uh, Stephen A. Smith, Joe Rogan, McGregor, that whole debacle craziness and we might even get into a little bit of bellow tour highlights all that coming up on mma mark so let's mark out what's up bud how you doing well apparently <laughs> this motherfucker hits record before i'm ready and <laughs> surprise pe- bitch look that's two times that i've started the podcast singing they're gonna think this is fucking planned i'm not coming for your job juice <laughs> I'm fucking with Ricky, and he hits record. <laughs> hey, if I have to be, if I have to listen to it, everybody has to listen to it. I ain't gonna lie, like, I was like, man, I feel like I'm getting red. This motherfucker embarrassed me hitting the record button when I ain't know. <laughs> well, that's how it is on, on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. I like these surprise records. We'll get, get you going, man. Hell yeah. So how'd you like Fight Night 166, man? Curtis Blades taking on JDS. Was that card good, or how'd you feel about it? Dude, I... You know, I, I didn't even make it to your house. Remember, mm-hmm. I, was, I was feeling shitty or whatever. I was like, you know what? I don't feel like walking. Or walking. <laughs> I don't okay. feel like getting up and getting dressed and getting together just because I woke up so late. Right. Um, I started to wake up a little watching the fights, you know, and I, I thought they were pretty good, except there was like a few fights in there in the middle where I'm like, um, yeah, I'm going to just pull it on my PlayStation and fight online <laughs> while these fights are going on i get you you know I what i mean you. i move for, the one fight i was surprised with and everybody probably expects me to say this because angela hill i always talk shit on her bro <laughs> and she performed very well she did she she uh exceeded my expectations but uh so le- what i thought about the fight or the fight card as a whole was I wasn't really thrilled about this fight card. I well, didn't think it had too many to it. I had low expectations. Yeah, yeah. You know, going in. And then and then as the fight went on, it got better. It did get better and and some of the fights surprised me. I mean, starting let's start off at the bottom. I mean, that fight was awesome. That fight was awesome. The first Her- fight of the night, yeah. Herbert Burns taking on Nate um Landwehr. Landwehr. And I didn't know Nate Landwehr was talking so much shit. Oh my god, was he talking shit? Looks like that shit got fucking shut up though. Real fucking quick, fast, in a hey, hurry. I almost was fucking dead on. By the way, I picked first round submission. You did. He had that Dars tight, bro. I was like, fucking why? I wanted tight. that. I wanted that, that submission. Was real tight. It was great. But then knocked him the fuck out. And the cool thing, the cool thing about Herbert Burns was he was he he showed um, a lot of composure. But oh, is that Gilbert Burns' real brother? Yeah, like because like I did not know that. Yeah, I think it's his older brother. Well, whatever. I mean, I just didn't know they were brothers. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. 
But when he had the Darson and he knew he wasn't choking him. Hold on, Gilbert he, Burns or fucking Gilbert Burns. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Take another one and come back. I almost said Gilbert Burns or Gilbert Melendez. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is he related to? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and the face you gave me—I didn't even realize I was cutting you off. My bad, dude. <laughs> go ahead, go on with your goddamn breakdown. But, but I'm just saying, like, he showed a lot of composure for for his debut because this is his debut in the UFC. I mean, when you have a choke like that and you don't lock it up all the way and squeeze your hardest when when you have it, that shows a lot of composure and a lot of experience. Yeah, but um, and and like. I'm not trying to be that guy, but yes, you gotta sure. get you gotta give Nate a lot of credit for get, keeping his composure and getting out of that. Yeah, okay, I I give that. But so, then he got wild after he. No, but I'm saying you gotta give him credit for. I, I give I give got, him credit for that. That shit looked like it was in good, man. Yeah, it did. He didn't give up. He didn't give up. He fought through it. And then, man, when <laughs> when he went wild, that was the crazy shit. Like he just. He went for broke, and if he would have got the knockout, I mean, we'd be it'd be talking a whole different tune about Herbert Burns. But yeah, Her- with how how much urgency he had and stuff. I just it kind of makes me wonder, like, did he just was, was did he know his gas tank couldn't go into the second round? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, he's like, fuck it, I, it's it's this round or I'm dead. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it felt like. That's what it felt. Like. It felt like that a lot. He was like, man, if we ain't getting it now, yeah. I gotta knock this guy out. And, and then he left that chin open. Herbert Burns grabbed him in a clinch and just threw the knee. Didn't even look like he he looked where the knee was going. He was like, his chin is somewhere over here. Yeah. And just caught it. And he went out like a light. It was great. Uh, moving on, we had uh, Brett Johns taking on uh, Tony Gravely. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> this fight, dude. It, it was, was it this was... fight of the night? I have no idea. I mean, it should have be. Yeah, this this was this was one of the best fights of the night. I would say, bro. I was like, why did I, they should have finished it like three or four times? Three or four times. I mean, second round. I mean, he was done, dude. <sighs> Man, and and I think he almost got a first round submission, Brett Johns. Yeah, and I I, tr- I called that. I was so close. He was hanging on his back, hanging on his back. Yeah, I was and, like, just fucking kill him. <laughs> but then, but then the second round it flipped, and and then Grave gravely had his back. But, you know, you could definitely see Brett Johns had the better grappling of the two. And striking. Yeah, yeah, he pieced him up. Oh, my God, dude. That's what I'm saying. He was out on his feet. Yeah. Like, for real. That was a great fucking The ref fight. was doing him a favor. Well, maybe not doing him a favor, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. he was letting him be a warrior. <laughs> Easy, Mazagani. You mean... Uh, uh, yeah, that's right, Mazagani, right? No. Who was Steve Mazagani or... Damn, you don't make me forget... Ah. Uh, Fuck Mario you. Yamasaki. Yamasaki. I Yamasaki, Misagatsi. Yeah, I knew it was Japanese. Takanaki. <laughs> um, yeah, but Brett Johns takes it round three submission. This is a great fucking fight. One of the best of the night. I, I really liked it. You had Brett Johns submission, but you had it in round one. He comes through for you in round three. Yeah. Okay, now moving on. This is where it got a little slow for me. Um, Sarah McMahon taking on the elbow queen. Uh, Lena Landsberg. Oh my god, dude, that was wild. You like this? No, I mean it was wild. I, I did not expect this. Oh really? Yeah, I I thought it was gonna be first round fucking TKO for Lena. Oh okay. Sarah came in fucking ready to fucking 
slow down everything and hold her on the ground. Yeah, but she came ready, dude. Like she, she did. was super dominant. She did. She showed she showed that that wrestling did not go away. All, the only thing I kept thinking of when I was watching this fight was like her fight with Ronda and how fast that went. It was like three seconds. Yeah. What What was that guy? Um, Which one? He had a winning record, and they cut him from the UFC. He had a winning record, and they cut him. I think so. Uh, it was back when they started cutting everybody that was a wrestler. They should do that to her. <laughs> I don't know. Man. I mean, if you're gonna wrestle, you better you better get a finish. It It was just like um, it, she was playing it way too safe for me. But I mean, you I guess you got to do that because Lena. What is that guy's name, dude? I don't know who you're talking about. I really wish I did. I want to throw something at you. You, got, you ain't got nothing over there worth throwing. <laughs> My phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, she was just completely dominant. She just fucking out, like, out-grappled her. Yeah, yeah. But um, now, what do you think? Do you think McMahon should try to go more for the finish? Or do you think Lena needs to definitely uh, increase her or up her grappling game? I don't know, because, like, even before the fight started, I remember thinking, like, her face looked like she was feeling ill, like, and her, her, like, she had, like, sweat all over her face, and I was like, dude, she looks like she's probably going to have a bad performance. Yeah. So, same thing when Misha Tate did really bad. I Like, you could just see it before it happened. Yeah, it looks sick. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't know if that was, like, Lena having a bad day, or if she just fucking sucks, compa- you know, when fighting against somebody like Sarah McMahon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. she fucking sucked. That performance of hers was fucking ass. So, I mean, definitely both are at fault. Like, Sarah uh, Sarah needs to go more for a finish. This is a fucking entertainment business, not just win business. I agree, to an extent. I agree. And Lena um, needs to do a better job. She she needs to work on her takedown defense or, or her grappling skills, pushing the hips out and, and getting out of half guard because... Uh, Sarah McMahon just felt at home there. It was like it was like when back in the day when fucking Anderson Silva would just fucking confuse the shit out of people. They ain't never seen some shit like that. Yeah, it's like what are you showing me? Like, this is but alien. This is fucking twenty twenty. Be ready for fucking people like Sarah McMahon. Yeah. Um. So moving on, Sarah McMahon obviously wins by decision. Um. Moving on, we got Montel Jackson taking on uh, Felipe Calores. Um, and Jackson comes away with the decision. How did you think this fight went down? Um, Montel. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember this fight and this is the one I think I didn't pay a lot of attention to. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. (laughs) I, I, I I apologize. (laughs) I think we should, should have known uh, this fight, but I just can't place it. I know I watched it, but I just cannot remember. Like, now that you're saying this. Hold on. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll wait for a second. Montel Jackson. Yeah. Came out to, um... Yeah, came I out I Will the, Always Love You. Yeah, Whitney Houston. <laughs> he did all right. I mean, he did enough to win. I mean, was it, it... It didn't seem like anything that he did really stuck out as far as the whole fight card is concerned. Like, yeah. Like, I mean... and. Move on. Fuck him. We can't remember anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck it. So next we had uh, uh, another women's division fight with uh, Justine Kish taking on uh, Lucia Pedlova. 
And she came out the fucking five finger death punch again. That's where instantly that, reminded me, like, oh yeah, this bitch is cool. Yeah, and then and she, I mean, bitch with all disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you remember this fight? Yeah, I do. Okay, um, I remember this fight too. Th- let me ask you this: Did you notice because so when these fights started, I actually got on Discord and was in a a chat with with uh, Kevin. Yeah, backlog, and. Uh, at some point, some of the people joined or whatever, certain times. Okay. But he just kept telling me that it looked like Lucy was wearing a fucking cup. Did you notice that? She was. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't understand that. Like, it does look like something's there. Yeah, she was wearing a cup. But she looks so much bigger. She but, looks really tall. Yeah, like, but, I mean. Now, now, Justine Kish, okay, when I seen the way she, what she was doing... And the movement that she was doing and how she was in and out, back and forth, up and down, left and right. Just she she was moving all around that cage. Yeah. It reminded me so much of uh, Keith Jardine, of how he was like that herky jerky, awkward. She kind of looks like Keith Jardine. <laughs> it's just like she kind of just has a man face. Let's be honest, guys. OK, but. Did you see the the virtually identical thing I did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, did you post that? Yeah. <laughs> Where was it? Twitter. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think too much of this fight. I always I already said going in this that I think Lucy's not that good, but I can't help but root for her because she listen. She comes out the five finger. Well, she's punch. got a hell of a clinch game, but she couldn't get a hold of her because she was moving around too much. But she also kind of just sucks. Like, you can say she has a good clinch game, but she just overall just kind of just sucks. Okay. Has she ever had a good performance in the UFC? Yes. Against? I don't know the wow. girl's name, but I know it was in, uh, where is it, Prague, when they went to Prague. And she, who? what did she do? She beat the shit out of that girl. I don't remember this. She put her in a clinch, kneed her, and all but her for two and a half rounds. I bet you she lost that fight. No, she won that fight. She TKO'd the girl. All right, so everybody was happy that, or everybody was sad that Kish didn't shit herself again because she shit herself last time she was in the ring. Oh my god! AKA the octagon for anybody that's gonna be like, you said ring, not octagon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. This is the fight that I like. This is the one that kind of perked me up to take notice of everything of this fight card. I couldn't pay attention to this fight. This fight, I oh swear to you, like god, so about I love it. This fight, I got up and went to the bathroom during this fight. All right, so this is this is the featherweight fight Arnold Allen taking on Nick Lentz. And Arnold Allen looked like a fucking sniper in this fight. He was jabbing him up and just he turned he turned was Nick he Lentz dangerous into a, though. He turned Nick Lentz into a fucking pirate. But but was he dangerous? Yes. Like he would, I felt like he was just kind of like just there, like he was outperforming him. But I don't feel like he was like going for a finish. He wasn't trying to kill the guy. He should have. But he was, <laughs> he was, he was piecing him up enough that it was, it was obvious that it he should have been a clear decision his way. Oh, hundred percent, it was. And it was a split decision, wasn't it? Or no, it was, it was a, a unanimous. Uh, he lost the round. Didn't, I don't, oh yeah, I he think did. he gave he, Nick Lentz the second round. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. He did kind of he. It like he took a round off. It was weird. But Arnold Allen definitely... Hey, for a short notice, that's pretty good performance. Beat his ass in the stand-up. Nick Lentz is claiming that he got eye-poked. He did. Oh, and that's why he lost? No, that's not why he lost. He this lost is what before. Nick Lentz is saying. I'm okay. Saying. Did, yeah. did you see the video? I seen, I seen the eye-poke. 
But I didn't see. No, he had an eye patch on. Yeah. He took the eye patch out and he was opening his eye or whatever. He said he got whatever. Um, I've seen the eye patch. I've seen the picture. He's I just tough. I just, there's something about, like, I just feel like Nick Lentz is, like, kind of past his prime now. Yeah. I you mean, know? he was trying. This was going to be the BJ Penn fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what put me a sour, a sour. Because I'm like, you want to retire BJ Penn? BJ Penn's been retired and it sucks. I mean, like, you're calling out somebody on a losing streak. Yeah, that wasn't. The fuck? That wasn't cool. Yeah. So Nick Lentz takes R. the P. loss. Uh, BJ Penn. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. A legend died that day. Oh, at the bar. <laughs> All right, moving on. What kind of name is BJ? <laughs> That's a blowjob. Blowjob penis. Penis? Yeah, because I don't know, because penis, you know? <laughs> if you didn't get the joke, that was obvious. I just explained it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, moving on. We got a middleweight bout. This was the main event of the prelims. Bevon Lewis taking on... The Quan Townsend, aka Rashad, mixed with uh, <laughs> who all did we say? Yeah, it was Rashad and uh, oh my god, Rashad John Jones for me, and then yeah. you said Rashad and somebody else. I can't remember, but they, they all worked. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's like a mixture of a couple different fighters in his face. Yeah, it definitely looks like Rashad. Though. What's up with like a lot of people looking like they're stuck in the seventies? Did you notice him and his corner had like big ass like like seventy well maybe not set not big afros but like they just had like that seventies fucking style haircut. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Might be an eighties thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. I think so. You can say it. I think so. it's it's our podcast. He did the black power um, symbol <laughs> as I'm doing the white power symbol just to fucking reflect it. <laughs> oh my god, how are we family? All right, so Bevon Lewis and Daquan uh, Townsend, they went at each other. Uh, Bevon Lewis was definitely more composed and had had a better game plan than Daquan. Uh, Daquan was, like, just swinging for the fences, it seemed like. He was the more longer fighter and just taking these big, swiping, killer bear paw kind of uh, swings at, at at Bevon, but it just it didn't it didn't uh, it didn't help him none. And then it seemed like he got his leg kicked, and he just couldn't put any pressure on that on that. That wasn't leg. Dave, that was Bevon that got no. His leg. Afterwards, like the first two rounds, he couldn't twist right. Yeah. Um, but then he kicked Bevon's leg, and and Bevon didn't like that at all. He he something popped or something. As soon as as soon as uh that round was over, he was hurt. And then they went they went back and forth, didn't go to the ground much. Um Bevon kinda let his whole fight plan go through and stayed close to him and tagged him, pieced him up, kept kicking the leg, kept him on the um on the end of his jab. And then uh at the very end of the fight when it was all done, he couldn't walk. Bevon yeah. couldn't walk. He he knew he was fucked up, and, and like my 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 observation of the fight's a little less than yours, and and it's different because I seen it as Bevin was just basically kind of outstriking uh, Daquan, mm-hmm. got fucked up by his leg, 
and then started using his clinch work and, and you know, brought Daquan against a cage and everything. And so he did what he had to do to win. Yeah. But I think that he would have eventually um, had, had Daquan not injured his leg. He probably would have finished him. You think so? Yeah, he was he was doing very good. I, I think I think Bevin Lewis is uh after seeing that I'm like, oh he 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 can fight when he's fucked. You know what I mean? That's that's a champion right yeah, there. Yeah, when he's hurt he can you know, you, he can bite down on mouth. You can't you can't, you can't you can't train teach, that shit. Yeah, you can't. Teach so it. that's that that motherfucker is a tough motherfucker. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. So I'm excited to see him fight again. Hopefully yeah. he's not too injured. Uh, maybe it just like fucked his leg up for a minute. Yeah, so that was that was the prelims. Now moving on to the to the main card. We got Jamal Hill taking on uh Darko Stozik. And uh you um you helped me. You you definitely helped me in this one. I was gonna pick Stozik and uh you changed my mind. And I thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only that was the main one where I knew Ricky was gonna choose wrong. I and I think we talked about it on our last episode, but I was I remember I hit him up and I was like, yo, uh, first and first and foremost, who are you picking on that first uh, <laughs> first match? He says those guys like no. I sent him a, a link, a fucking uh, fucking screenshot of something, and this looked like uh, a and you layup. ended up getting twenty five points for that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah you got twenty five. Um, I think I got, I just got ten or uh, five. Oh yeah, yeah, because I obviously I didn't pick decision. I picked first round knockout. Oh uh, okay, yeah. Um, what you think about the fight? I thought it was a layup for Jamal Hill. Like Stozik did not advance. Like he, it was he, so fucking weird to me. I I, he, I thought the fight kind of sucked. He covered up the entire time and just like let Hill work him. Yeah, but Hill wasn't landing good enough. You know, it was like weird. It it was it was it was it was not a it was not a. Uh, Main event worthy. I mean, main card worthy. Yeah, that's 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 a good way to put it's it. It's these Dana White contender series guys that they're just pushing so hard. Yeah. Uh, Ed Har- Ed Hardy, <laughs> Greg Hardy, um, Sto- I mean, um, Jamal Hill, and there was another one. I think it's a female. Like, uh, but anyway, it's just like these Dana White contender series people. They're not really. Perf- most of them are not performing that well in the UFC. Mm, yeah, I can. Most I can, of them. I can see what you're saying, but I mean. Now I don't want to knock the contender series because it definitely is a good, a viable way to get new blood into the UFC, which I like. Don't put them in the main card, right? You gotta let them work like, their way. Like up. I said, like with Greg Hardy, he's not like he did mistakes that are fucking amateur. Yeah, you know Jamal Hill did not look that great but, against the guy on a two losing streak. Yeah, but either that, I mean, Stosek on the what the hell happened? Like he just. He just covered up the whole time. Like that, I didn't understand that. Has he ever done anything different? I guess not. So I mean, that's I don't they really just, know. That was Dana Way trying to promote his boy. He's just so big though, you would think he'd have like a better He wasn't that big. Prowess. Not like tall. He's just very stocky. Stosic's a very stocky person. Well Um It wasn't a good performance by him. So Jamal Hill wins that one by decision. Got my hot 25 on that one. And like I said, to me, Jamal Hill didn't perform that well. And Stozik just did ass. Did ass, did ass. Did ass. (laughs) What about this next one, though? Angela Hill coming through, taking on Hannah Cyphers. Now, 
Hannah, Hannah, however you want to say it. Hannah, Hannah, whatever. <laughs> so, Angela Hill, we we have talked shit on her. We, I still don't fuck with her. Fuck her. I mean... I mean, I think she might be kind of cool, but at the same time, fuck her. I think she's she's definitely a person to watch in that division, but she's got to show me a little bit more. But I do like this performance. This performance was by far one of her best. And she had one of those performances not like not many fights ago. Right. So it's like she's getting better. Every couple of fights, she's going to change it up and go back to the, doing this. I hope. I mean, she needs. I hope to, she starts doing more consistent. Yeah, she I needs need to consistency. Stay with this. So she takes she takes uh, Hannah Savers down and just elbows the fuck out of her, and just keeps. Well, even in the first round, she was just like staying on the outside and just jabbing her up and stuff. And so, I mean, overall, she just whipped her ass. Yeah, she definitely looked a way better fighter in this one. Like, Cyphers didn't have a shot in hell. And that's that's what I was thinking, that um, they were were giving Hill something to work, to build her up a little bit. And and I thought it was just going to be like one of those Angela Hill ones where she takes her time and gets a decision. But no, she once she got on top of her, got that full mount, she had some urgency to her and just pounded her yep. out and used them elbows. Them elbows would look nasty. She needs to uh, sharpen them up. She's going to be real good with that division. Oh, yeah. So moving on, we got uh, the flyweight division. Um, Jordan Espinosa taking on Alex Perez. What did you think about this fight? I think I called that to a fucking T. You did. That's why I asked. <laughs> Uh, you 100% he looked, did. He looked, he looked over, uh, overall just way fucking better. Yeah, it, it like was. Like, Espinosa had no business being in that cage with him. And and if you guys watched that fight, that choke that he did. Yeah, oh my God. That choke that he did, that was that's a difficult choke to get. I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear, oh, oh, Espinosa gave up or whatever. No, that is a hard fucking choke yeah, to but- finish. But and he put him out with that joke. He also, um, I mean, like, what was, what was I gonna say? I don't forgot. Okay, but but look, look, he was in half guard and got an arm triangle choke, and used his shoulder to to um, cinch the choke in deeper. Oh yeah, and that, like normally you would have to be the other side, right? You, yeah, you'd have to be on the same side as the arm. And t- and use the person's shoulder to to sense the choke up in, but his squeeze and his forward pressure with his own shoulder created a blood choke and put him the fuck out. Yeah, that was that was crazy. And, and wow, man, hats off to Perez. I didn't think I didn't think he had like that, but man, was I ever wrong? I thought Espinosa was gonna gonna put it on him, but nope. Buddy called this one. And I also remember, uh, I know this is kind of not that important. What's up? But at least by this point, Alpha was in the Discord uh, chat with us. Like, we were all having, like, a watch party. I, I should have just told you, like, hey, jump on Discord. <laughs> I, I just wasn't thinking. I was just kind of just sitting there. I know. You, don't, you didn't want but me in I don't there. know. I think we should kind of do that more often. Like, have, like, I'm a down. watch party. I'm down with it. That's, that's like, really cool to do. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. Because then at the very end, who who shows up? Grampy back. Oh, well, he came back from the dead, woken up. <laughs> nah, you know he had to come back when he had one right to down to the T. Oh, because he had he had the main the main event. 
Oh, and he's like, oh, you and me called it, right, buddy? Oh, look at that. <laughs> Go ahead, Grampy. Good shit. Good shit. What about this next one? Everybody called this one. Every- well, almost everybody. Let B MMA kind of shit the bet on that one, and I think Ray's on bottom might have picked I uh, think, RDA. I think Emmanuel was uh, a little biased here because he, he's like in love with RDA or something. I don't understand it. Dude, I like RDA. I, I, RDA is a gatekeeper. He is a top 10 fighter. But he can't compete with wrestlers. He just can't. I don't know. He didn't do that. I mean, like, okay. like I want to hear this excuse. Go ahead. Kevin Lee. Yeah. Kevin Lee was cocky as all hell do you remember, and did not take him seriously. Do you remember when I hit you up, though, about it? Like, yeah. after the podcast, I was like, dude, MMA math, I, I just realized... <laughs> oh my god. MMA. Kevin Kevin Lee fucking easily murked fucking Kiesa. Yeah. Then RDA fucking whipped his ass. So I was like, MMA. RDA should whip his ass, huh? But no, you've seen I, I kept Kiesa, dude. Yeah. And I even said, I said, let's see how much bigger Kiesa looks than RDA. And he was huge. <laughs> Kiesa huge. is he was so fucking huge. huge. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. Fucking huge. <laughs> but um, yeah, Kiesa just dominated. RDA had no shot. He, not ten out of ten times RDA loses. Yeah, yeah, he just didn't. He didn't have anything for Kiesa at all, and Kiesa just outworked him in every facet. Except he did get a he did lack on the stand up a little bit, but I mean he just closed the distance and and just dominated him pretty much. Kiesa's ability to, ability to defend the striking mm-hmm. was a lot more than. RDA's ability to not get fucking... Marked on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, for the most part, Kiesa almost finished him a f- couple times. I think RDA actually even almost finished Kiesa once. Really? I don't... Didn't he get, a, didn't he get a, like a choke or a, or a lock-in or something? He got a body lock-in, but... That was Kiesa. Oh, Kiesa. Yeah, okay. Kiesa had his back and had the body lock. Yeah. I don't re- remember RDA really having. I thought RDA got him in like some kind of dumbass thing or something at one point. Okay. He he wasn't he was there but he wasn't there. He he kind of did give up. He gave up in the third for sure. Yeah, he kind of was just like, uh, you can have have me." Yeah, he <laughs> he did not care in the third. And it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're playing a game and you're like, "Dude, you already beat me. My stamina's gone. <laughs> Stop toying with me and just fucking finish me off here." Yeah. <laughs> Like, stop go. dragging out this fucking ass whipping. It's already embarrassing. <laughs> Just finish me. So how did you like uh, Kiesa at the end? When uh, calling out Colby Covington. No chance! <laughs> That's what you got? <laughs> That's what, man. Yeah, you think you think uh, Colby whips up on Kiesa? I think... Or does he even take that fight? Okay, I don't think it's. I don't think that fight's going to happen. No, no way in hell. Why is that? Because Colby is, I think third. Well, above and beyond him when it comes to popularity. Okay. And Colby's not going to take any fight that doesn't advance him. Right. He he's got. Masvidal he, he's shooting up, his, not shooting down. Right. He's got Masvidal in his sights. Anybody that's more popular than him, he's shooting up. Right. And, uh, like, but the thing is, is if that fight does happen, it, it's nothing for Colby. I don't think it. I, I think Kobe. I think that's going to be a good fight. I think Kobe outworks him, but I think Kiesa would give him a little bit of trouble in the range department. I think Kiesa 
um, basically would only be able to be defensive. Okay. I think he would be on his back leg the whole, you know what I mean, or whatever. I mean, that pace is hard to keep up I don't with. think, even grappling-wise, I don't think that, I think that Colby Covington would always be the aggressor. I, I agree on that. And one. I do think that fucking Kiesa would probably give up. You think? Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm I'm down with I'm down with that fight. I, I I don't I wouldn't mind seeing the fight. I just don't think it would happen. Yeah, Kies was he one seventy? Yeah. Let Stephen Thompson fight him if he wants to fight somebody high profile and, and up there in the Steve but he he just beat RDA. RDA was number five, Stephen Thompson's like number eight. It's not Really? Yeah. So that would still propel him, I think. I think it would. I think it'd be a good fight. Uh, Stephen Thompson's a, a good fight for him. Who else is there to fight that doesn't already have a fight? And Stephen Thompson may have a fight. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I don't think he does. There's literally no one else to fight. Maybe Pettis, but it, no, he don't. Pettis just got his ass whipped. Pettis just quit pretty much, and Pettis was on 155, not 170. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. Um. All right. So moving on, main event. Uh, Curtis Blades taking on JDS. Fucking called it other than the fact that he didn't get that slam. Yeah, he didn't get the slam. I think JDS put on a clinic for takedown defense. and But he got sloppy with his lead uppercut. So is this is this a case of he prepared to not lose? Yeah. Yeah, I, I and, think... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. he He was like, okay... All I have to do is stop his takedown. If I don't get taken down, I'll win this fight. I'm clearly better on the feet. That's right. what he was thinking. Yep, yep. And then... This is heavyweight, motherfucker. <laughs> good Lord. But the thing is, is the first round, he was throwing that lead uppercut perfect. You yeah. couldn't see it coming. He he was he was uh, parallel. He wasn't parallel. He wasn't squared up with... Um, with Curtis, he was he was right where he was. He was leading with the with the jab shoulder and coming up with the lead uppercut. You never saw it coming. Something happened in round two, and he squared up with it Curtis. It seemed like he got gas, but it's probably all the defense, takedown defense and stuff. Maybe I don't know, but he like he like turned his whole body his whole body language kind of changed, and he squared up with Curtis. He didn't he didn't he wasn't like in a yeah, fighting. He's stance. like let's go, motherfucker. He was like in a brawling stance. And when you, when you, the difference between throwing that lead uppercut when you're in a regular fighting stance or when you're square is when you're square, you can see it coming a mile away. Yeah. And Curtis was like, oh, thank you. You're going to throw that? You're going to leave your chin <laughs> open like that? And he just clipped him. Yeah, but it, it wasn't even the first time. I think he clipped him a bunch of times and finally put him out. It was like he kept doing it. Yeah. He kept it, making the same mistake. Yeah. He, he made the same mistake like two times, two or three times. It's like, bro, what? And then it was just. When he he stood there with him like he wanted to brawl with him, like you can't take my stand up and that's not that's not a good thing. Who's next? <sighs> JDS, you know, fight whoever. JD, yeah, I ain't worried about JDS. He'll, he'll fight one of the lower budget guys. Yeah, he can fight fucking Alistair. I don't care. <laughs> Alistair, they already fought. Oh well, I'm talking about like somebody newer or something. He'll take on a new guy. Yeah, or another maybe Greg guy. Hardy. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'm always cracking over here maybe greg hardy who knows but um curtis blades he deserves a title shot i think 
I, I, over DC. That's not who I'm talking about. You mean over Rosenstrike or Nagano? Nagano, not Rosenstrike. Well, Rosenstrike and Nagato have to fight. Rosenstrike. So this beating is, Alistair did not. You just talked about Alistair being like a low budget guy. So Rosenstrike beating Alistair did not grant Rosenstrike anywhere near heavyweight title contention. I, I agree, but if he beats Nagano, it does. <laughs> Yeah, you're fucking mind. And Nagano already took that fight. So Nagano and so, Rosenstrike are fighting. So Nagano is just basically saying, hey, I'm the fucking power striking African, not you. Well, he's French. He's not. I mean, he's from Africa, but. They're all fucking African. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's he's like, hey, racist. this is this is my fucking town. You're not going to. Because he's basically the same, same thing that fucking Francis is. He, But he's not as good as Francis. Francis is going to fucking. Yeah, Francis is way better. Francis technically. Gonna, Francis is going to fucking kill him. Yeah. I'll I'll put fucking mad money on that one. Oh, I'm putting money on that one too. We but, ain't betting. <laughs> but that, so that leaves Curtis and Francis to fight for number one contendership. Is that what you're saying? Now Curtis doesn't do good against Nagano. He fought him twice and lost. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like he has a fucking. I, I mean, who else? Who else's blades? Who else's blades have to fight? DC. <laughs> I mean, who, DC ain't gonna take that fight. No, he's not. I know he's not. He he wants he wants Stipe or he wants to retire. And but I mean, so Blades is just gonna have to fucking probably take another random. I don't know, man. He's probably gonna have to because Stipe is gonna fight fucking DC. You think he's going to? Yeah. I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's gonna fight DC. I think the money is gonna be worth it. But if he if 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 Ninganu wins, right? Ninganu wins against Rosenstreich. Ninganu DC or Ninganu Stipe, uh, it wouldn't make more money. But it it would it would no no. You're right. <laughs> Not at all. You're right. DC DC is the bigger money fight. <laughs> like yeah. St- uh, Francis versus uh, fucking Stipe. Yeah, we already seen what happens. Yeah, but Francis got better since then. Not yeah. really. Yes, he has. No. He's gotten better. He just hasn't fought any grapplers. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he hasn't fought any wrestlers. Okay. I mean, he fought fucking Blades, but he already beat Blades, so he had that advantage. And it was a weird kind of early stoppage, in my opinion. No, come on. Francis whipped his ass. He clipped him. He was recovering. The ref decided to stop it. Uh, we've seen refs let way worse go forward. And 265, though? I mean, come on. Bro, 265, you got more meat in your brain. You can. Hell no, you don't. You can let that shit rattle, bro. Have you seen Francis's hands? That's devastating. You know. He's all right. <laughs> Blades is all right. Yeah. Crazy. I wouldn't have let that go. But Blades takes out uh, JDS round two, TKO. And unfortunately, it seems like there's no good fights for him. Yeah, that's the sad part. It, and I think he is my favorite heavyweight right now. Blades? Yeah. Wow. He's been, he's been my favorite for a while. Yeah, that... I like Blades a lot, but I... Who's your favorite in the heavyweight? Ningano. Ningano right now. Look, he's got to choose the guy that whipped my guy's ass twice. <laughs> <laughs> my guy whipped your guy's ass twice, so uh, yeah. looks like my pick was better. That's right. That's right. <laughs> But I mean, I like DC. Um, 
I like DC as a uh, his fight IQ is way better than everybody else's. I just don't. His execution is a not little better off. than John Jones. His execution is a little off. I still think John, John Jones, Jones has a better IQ. John Jones is not a heavyweight. John Jones is uh If John light Jones decided to go heavyweight, then we would talk, he but would he's whip not. DC's he's not. ass in heavyweight. He's not. he's not. He's not. And I like to see that fight. I would much rather see that fight than the Stipe fight. I'd rather see John Jones at heavyweight. I'd rather see John Jones come to your doorstep and slap the shit out of you. Well, then I would have to shoot him. With what gun? <laughs> <laughs> you lying sack of shit. You want to make a bet? <laughs> He's like, yeah, motherfucker, come here, John Jones. I ain't gonna fight him. That's for damn sure. I'm five five. He's like six five. That's, that's He's got a flare pistol. Everybody, it's legal. <laughs> Still shoots. <laughs> it's legal. Yeah, and right. it will fucking kill you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it will. That's up. Uh, that's that's something my hillbilly father told me. By the way. <laughs> Yeah. He said, you ever got problems, just get a flare pistol. Shoot him in his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him that you was heading to your boat. The guy approached you. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> got to use what you got. That's not a confession. <laughs> Don't look up any cold cases. Or <laughs> oh, my God. But You're... it definitely will kill a man. No, I'm playing. Stop. I'm playing. Stop. Stop. Holy shit. So that was it's like uh, a firework going off in your stomach. Stop. <laughs> stop. So that was fight night 166. I think they were in Houston, right? Yeah, no, they, they were in Raleigh. Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, that's right. Oh man. So it was way more it was way better than I anticipated this fight card being. And I'm glad I actually watched it. I wasn't upset that I wasted my time. Yeah, I had low expectations, and it... Herbert Burns excited. Like I'm saying, it lived up to my expectations. That's it. Blaze was exciting, and uh, Angela Hill was exciting. This is not a car for a casual. No, no, definitely not. All right, moving on. Um, How did we do in the Fight Pick Championship, and how did everybody... Turn out what's the points looking like? Who's who's in first? I hope it's not that pink bitch alpha. Um, <laughs> uh, I know I'm moving up in the world because this this is two weeks in a row. I'm actually doing well. All right, so so what do you got? Let's what do you got? Week for us? twelve. Okay, this is how we all did. Okay, um, we got juice, juice. He Fuck got juice. first place. Fuck juice. He got every fight right. On. Every fight, all twenty five high twenty fives. No, 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 no. What? All all high twenty fives is five of them. You do math. I don't know what he got. That's why he I'm got eighty five points. Okay, 85. I thought I already said that. You did not. You just said juice one. Juice one <laughs> this okay. week. Uh, we're fighting myself podcast. Yeah. Uh, fuck you, juice. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, juice. <laughs> You're athletic, just like uh, Roxy. <laughs> we double teamed that one. So anyway. <laughs> Good picks, dude. Uh, you picked after you listened to our podcast. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever helps, man. Whatever helps. It's okay. Yeah, because, you know, second and third, Ricky, you know, you. Yeah. And me, buddy. Yeah, man. 70 for you and 60 for me. Yeah. I was wrong on, on Angela Hill and you were wrong on uh, Espinosa. Yeah. 
So, you know, that's the way that goes. So what else? Who else? Then it kind of took a quick dive. I mean, the next person only had Grampy back. He only had 40. I think this is his highest his highest week, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it's still a lot lower than like eighty five. <laughs> but I mean, still, I mean, Grampy Beck's coming up in the world. I like that. Come you got like Grampy? Damn, I put. <laughs> oh, you fucked up. Yeah, I put Cheney like she like she was in sixth place, but it was actually fifth place with tied with uh, backlog. Uh, well, she can go down below backlog. That's <laughs> alright. She ain't gonna. I didn't even notice that. Um, so, yeah, and then seventh was Alpha with 30 points. Good job, Alpha. That's probably the most points he's ever gotten. <laughs> That's uh, So, Backlog, Backlog Network. We got Chaney from Lat B. Yeah. We got Alpha from World Winning Federation. Yeah. Did anybody forget their picks this week? Like, uh, uh, Ray? Well, hold on. And we got, no. How uh, did Uma Plata do? Well, we got Manuel, who had 25. 25? That's the other half of Lat B. Yeah. Then we got Ray Zoma Plata, who got 10. 10? Oh, well, he got his picks in. He got his picks in. I'm happy about that. Yeah, he did, good, he, he did good on that. He just did terrible. It's, too, it's unfortunate that it wasn't the other way around. When he would only got 10, he did, you know, forgot to put him in right. one time. Right. Then you got Clout9, who completely forgot. Oh, he completely forgot? Yeah. Um. Well, thank you, Clout9, because now you're below me, and uh, I'll just move on up. Let I just... Forgot to remind him too, but at the same time he should. It know. is not your job to yeah. remind these people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This I is try, week twelve. I, this is week twelve. I try to remind people. No, it's week twelve. It's week twelve. S- sorry, Clout. <laughs> You're not listening. Thank you, but you <laughs> reminded me, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're a team. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's when he said, "Oh, it's a good job. Good job for Team MMA Marks." Like Juice was like. And this is all on Discord. Oh, we're, we're in teams now? <laughs> There's alliances here. <laughs> you didn't know? <laughs> so, we got Alpha in first overall. Oh, how much? How many points does he have? 530. Holy shit. Guess who's in second now? Who's that? Yours truly. Buddy's in second. Get that belt. We deserve to get 470. that belt. 470. Second place, 470 compared to 530. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing my best, but... Hey, hey, all Alpha needs to do is either forget his picks one week or shit to bed. Oh, he'll, and then he'll you're sh- right there. He'll shit to bed. He he'll just needs to bed. stop listening to our podcast. And I know. Motherfucker. Stealing our picks. Mm. Then you got Cheney in third. I passed up Cheney, by the way. That's nice. She just... She got... She wasn't second last week. Yeah. And she had 465, so I'm only five points above her. Oof. That's a tight race, yo. Now, Juice, he moved up. He's past Emmanuel now. Really? Oh shit! He's got four forty-five. Oh, go ahead, Juice. Emmanuel down to uh, whatever place that is. <laughs> Let's see, one, two, three, four. Can we count five. today? Five. So he's in fifth place <laughs> with four or five. It took you that long to count to five. <laughs> well, we got Ricky moving up to sixth place finally out of last place. Hey, hey! I told you he Juice. still only has three ninety though. Fuck you, 2020's my year, bitch. I'm coming up. I'm coming for it. Clout nine took a deep dive. He's now in ninth place. Oh nine. Clout nine and ninth. He's uh three eighty five. Three eighty five. Backlog and tent. Hold on. How did I already get the You skipped a one. You skipped, <laughs> skipped eight. like you skip eight. Who's in eighth? Uh backlog. Backlog's in eighth. Okay, so we're on track. Backlog's in eighth, and what do you got for him? 335. 335. He's a fucking casual. <laughs> <laughs> then you got Grampy with 330. 
Hey, look, I'm proud of Grampy. He did a hell of a, he had a hell of a week this week. Honestly, after talking to him for a long time on Discord and stuff, yeah, that man should be doing better. I, he knows his shit, bro. So what the hell, Grampy? Well, he knows his shit when it comes to like martial arts and like uh, MMA. Yeah. But I guess he just doesn't understand the people. Like, I don't think he understands the fighters enough. Right. I don't know. It's like, I think he needs to just understand who is who and what they do well on. He underst- He just understands, like, styles and, and actually doing them and stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, he understands combat, which is good. Understanding combat's great. Just understand your opponents and your and your people that you're having fight. They, yeah, we got Ray in dead last, but that's just because he joined late. But he's he's catching up, man. He's got 220. That's he good. just needs to make sure he submits them every time. Yeah. That's... Shit, we so far I've taken an L one week. He's taking an L one week. Cloud Nine taking an L one week. Y'all, we gotta remember to get these picks in, man. That belt's not gonna win itself. Yeah, we can't let Alpha win. He's been shitting on everybody. He's got something to lose, though. He's like he's like the heel of this fucking he is. competition. He is the pink bastard. He's like he's like Henry Cejudo, Captain Cringe. You know, he's just like he's there. He's talking all this shit. Meanwhile, he gets 30 one week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you ain't fucking Mr. Performance. No, no, no. No, he's human. He, he, he ain't great. Mm-mm. He ain't winning. He ain't winning. You're going to win or I'm going to win. That's how it's going to work. Yeah. Or somebody's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget who was asking me. They were asking me about the belt and stuff. And I'm like, no, nah, we're getting a belt. Yeah. Because they're acting like it was like, like, oh, that's so expensive. Like. It's not that expensive. We're not fucking ordering a specialty fucking belt from the UFC. No, no, no. We're getting a custom belt made. That's not that expensive. No, no. We'll I mean, it. it is, but it isn't for what it is. Hey, this this is going to be an ongoing thing that we're going to have annually. So, I mean, we want people to defend it. We want people to keep coming back. That's what we want. We yeah. want all these content creators to have a great relationship and, uh, and, and just rep everybody's stuff and elevate everyone. And this belt is going to represent that. Yeah, and that's see, that's what people need to understand. This is to also, and we said this from the beginning, but I'm just going to send a reminder to anybody new to it. This is like for other content creators, and we're all trying to promote each other while we're doing this competition. You know, it's all about building each other up. Like, we'll win a federation. If, if you haven't seen me post about him or haven't heard me talk about him, you ain't been listening or looking. I mean, he, he, he's got a... Um, He's got a hell of a Twitch account. He's got a Twitch account, World Winner Federation. He he plays Apex. He's and you got um Juice who has a great podcast. Uh it's an MMA podcast. He won this week. Alpha's winning overall. Definitely guys got if you haven't already checked out their content, definitely do. But that's see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I want everybody to do. And um and people a couple people recently, because it, it every time people start paying attention, they're like, Oh, I went in, I went in. Well, this is not a competition for just anybody. No. You got to be part of the content creator. Right. You know, you got to have like a YouTube, a a Twitch, a a podcast. We want you to increase the MMA community as a whole. Not I, I we understand that people on Twitter or people around that have opinions and talk fights. We love y'all. That's great. But this is to to build other people's 
up as well as promote the sport of MMA. And and this is this is a fun way of doing it and we love actually doing this. This is an awesome thing. We we have so much fun with this and we can't wait to do it every fucking year. So yeah, I mean and and like that being said, if if you do want to do this competition and you don't have uh a source of content that you create but you're interested, you can join the Discord, you know, backlog and kind of tell people like and, and say you need help cuz you're not exactly sure. There's plenty of people there to help. Oh my god, yeah. To help you get started. Like if you want to start doing streaming on Twitch, if you wanna start a podcast but you're not sure, like there's a lots of guys in there in the backlog discord that can help you. Yeah. Speaking of that, let's uh take a break and hear from Anchor. Man, we, we got a great fucking ad for Anchor. And we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. What's up? We're back, man. So Let's just jump right into the next segment. We're going to get into uh, some Bellator highlights. Um, now, we don't usually do Bellator, but there's no fights this weekend, so we thought we might just check it out, and especially because there's a couple of people that we like actually fighting Bellator this week or last week. We have um, Sergio Pettis had his first fight in Bellator. Yeah, that was kind of quick. He took on uh, Alfred uh, Kasayan. Kasayakan? He whipped his ass. Yes, he did. He he actually knocked this dude out, and the ref didn't call it, so he dove on the guy and choked him out. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you guys got to check it out if you find it on YouTube and Twitter. for you. I mean, he, he put him he put him out pretty much, and then the guy, like, kicked his feet and kind of rolled up, and then... And Pettis just jumped on him and choked him out. It was it was really good showing. I think Pettis is gonna really thrive in Bellator. I'm glad that he chose this, and I hope that uh, wish him well. Yeah. Now the next fight that is of note to me and Bud is uh, the Aaron Pico fight because we like Aaron Pico. Yeah. I thought Aaron Pico deserved to be in the UFC. I'd like to see him fight in the UFC one day. But, well, his fight IQ is kind of questionable. Uh, he's getting better, though. Yeah, he's like a Cody Garbrandt. Yeah. I'd like to see that fight. <laughs> That's the fight I want to see, is is Pico taking on Garbrandt. So, Pico took on uh, Daniel Carey, and he hit him with this nice, I mean, beautiful hook, that this beautiful left hook that... You could barely see coming, even after the replay on slow motion and all that. I mean, he throws this thing picture perfect, and the guy never saw it until it was too late. And That's he, how it works. <laughs> he went out like a light. He, I mean, it just turned off the lights immediately on this guy. It was great. And I, it was in the round two. Uh, Pico, Aaron Pico flatlines this guy and just did this shit proud. Now, afterwards, he said he's in no position to sit there and make a call out to anybody, which I like to stay humble, you know, yeah, whatever, because he needs he needs to work on himself a little bit before he gets better. Fuck him. So <laughs> that was on the prelims. And then you move up into the main card. You had uh, a guy that I like to watch, um, Raymond Daniels. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you might know him better by the uh, I know who he is seven seven twenty punch. I would have just called it like a tornado punch. Yeah, the tornado punch. But Raymond Daniels is a really really great entertainer. 
He entertains and fights at the same time. Which that is, dude was scared. I seen that whole fight. Now, now I will say he, Raymond Daniels took on Jason King. This looked like a. Um, what weight class is that? Because I, I never look at that. I believe it's one seventy. I think it's one seventy. We'll go ahead and say what you say. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. So Raymond Daniels. This was a complete layup. It was a complete smash job. This Jason King, I'm sorry, dude. You're a can. That's what you are. I'm sorry. You need to get better. Okay? Raymond Daniels was way above you. You should have never taken that fight. Raymond Daniels whipped his ass like it, it, like Buddy said. The guy was scared. It, he looked scared, generally scared throughout the whole fight. And Bellator is doing Raymond Daniels a disservice by not giving him better challengers. And and they need to give him better challengers. I don't know. Put him in a tournament. Do whatever you got to do. But Raymond Daniels deserves better challengers. So we can actually see that he is championship material. Because he looks great. He entertains. He makes the crowd go crazy. And he does these crazy spinning kicks and spinning attacks. And everything lands clean and crisp. Well, they can't. They can't. They have to. I mean... They can't because he he is got... Three fights on his MMA record. No, but but look, look, he may have three fights on his MMA record, but his kickboxing record speaks volumes about himself. And his first MMA fight, he was choked out. I understand that. So they're they're what they're doing is they're giving him fights, building his rep up. Yeah, this is this is what I think. Okay, Bellator is going to keep. Feeding him people that are not good at grappling, also. Right, they did the same thing with MVP. Meanwhile, try telling you, you know, hoping that he's working on his grappling. Yeah, God, he needs to work on his grappling. What is the weight class? I don't think he need. I, I mean, his grappling did not look that bad, actually. Though, what's his, what's the weight class? One seventy. Okay, I was making sure I was right. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah, he he just he just that was just a can, and I'm I'm sorry that. Oh, hold on. What's up? 185. It's 185? Yeah, sorry. I I read that wrong. Oh. Oh. That changes things a little bit. Him against Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy would fuck him up. I don't know. Yeah, he would. Izzy would fuck him up quick. Quick, fast, in a hurry. Um, So, the All main right. event. What about Raymond Daniels versus... uh MVP? Yeah. That'd be a nice fight. They could probably mean 170 or something. They could mean. They, I mean, he he might be making one seventy. It's just I just I just took the first shirt like on Google. It said one seventy one is how much he weighs. Mm-hmm. Then I clicked on shirt dog. It said one eighty five. Really? Okay. Well, maybe he went down a weight class for this one. Or maybe he went up in weight when he started fighting MMA, and Google just has his like kickboxing career. Oh, I, these are all guesses, dude. Okay, well, I don't know. I'm sorry. I wish I did know. I was doing on the spot, googling. <laughs> hey, if anybody knows and wants to correct us, just hit us up on Twitter or or uh, Instagram. Or don't. <laughs> just know you're smarter. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers. So the main event was uh, uh, Cyborg taking on Juliana Bud. Yeah. Uh, now, Cyborg... <laughs> Cyborg's fucking Cyborg. If you don't know Cyborg is by now... You're fucking casual, and you shouldn't even be listening. It just makes you wonder, just how good is Amanda Nunes? <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like all jail, all jail aside, bro. That chick is because she murked her. She murked the fuck out of her. Like fucking destroyed her. 
And Juliana Bud is no hype. she had a little hype. She's no slouch. She's no slouch. She had a nice, nice uh, record and everything coming in. She had a nice uh, re- um, rep- reputation. Kind of a scary look too. Hell yeah! And it, it didn't go right. A, it, she lasted to the fourth round. She got into the championship rounds with. Oh shit! With the, the segment I seen wasn't the first round. No. Oh my bad. <laughs> no, that was the fourth round. Shows you how much I really paid attention. <laughs> right. So so Cyborg took care of her in the fourth round, knocked her down. She rolled backwards, and as she was rolling, she actually kicked her in the. It looked like a kidney shot. And once she stood up, she really wasn't the same. And Cyborg just pounced on her and, and just yeah. took her out. Um, so Cyborg gets the victory. You didn't kick in the kidney went on the ground. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't illegal. Oh, you were just saying it was a good fucking Yeah, it was a good shot. It, and the, she timed it because she was doing a backward roll as she kicked her. Yeah. So she was aiming for the legs, but since she rolled, she kicked her right in the kidney. You remember Chell versus... Uh... Anderson Silva too. Uh, no, the illegal I, knee, and then it wasn't because it landed on his chest. Oh my god! You remember it now? Yeah. And but the thigh hit the head, and that probably rocked this bitch ass. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. You know what I mean? But the the actual like, that was point of contact. With that was his chest. That was quite. I still question that. Yeah. That was very questionable. I questioned Chell doing that spinny shit too. You remember he like tried to do like a spin kick or something too? Yeah. Or, or a spinning back fist? I can't remember what it was. I think it was a spinning spinning back kick and he barely got it to his waist. No, and then he fell against the cage and then fucking that's when he got the knee to it a goddamn Oh, face. no, that was a back fist. That was a back fist then. Yeah, he fell to the cage and then fucking Anderson pounced on him. Yeah, he did. Fucked him up. It was great. <laughs> I wanted Chell to win the first one though. When he, he beat his ass for fucking five rounds. Yeah. Oh, man, he blue balled you. Yeah, he did. I was ready. I was I was jumping on the coffee table. You had you was your nut was about to just come <laughs> right out. And then Fuck they put the paintings nut. back on. Fuck with my nut. <laughs> but don't ruin my fucking night. <laughs> but anyway, that was our Bellator highlights. I know we didn't go over every single one, but I mean, hey, that's that's what we do here. It's our fucking podcast. We do yeah. what we want. So. I was scrolling through um, Instagram, and I came across this great fucking post from Tom Segura. And I want you all to hear it, because it was fucking funny. Now, Tom Segura is in New Zealand, and he's he's a comedian. I Yeah, most people probably know who Tom Segura is. Okay. So he's a comedian. He's doing a show in New Zealand, and Israel Adesanya is there. So he comes backstage talking to Tom. He's bullshitting. And they get on the the Instagram making a little post. Yeah. So he is talking here about Yoel. So have a listen to this. You ain't shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Hey, don't love me, bro. Don't love me. I'll break your heart. Anyways. March 7th is going to go down. You're going to get <laughs> fucked up. Some African swag, motherfucker. So I see you there. It bites. <laughs> you well, first of all, you ain't shit. That's a replay, but yeah, he said, yo, you ain't shit. You're going to get fucked up. <laughs> so we know which side Tom Segura is on. And I just like that he had the balls to come out and say, you well, you ain't shit. Now, hold on. You're going to get fucked up. <laughs> Is he on his side, or did he just say that because he was right there? 
I don't know. I mean, if if I'm taking that matchup, I'm taking Izzy. No, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we were talking. Me and Ricky, we were just talking about that. We we're saying we need like Joey Diaz to go with Yoel or somebody. Oh, that would be great. You know, because Joey Diaz, you know, speaks the fucking he speaks Cuban broken, Spanish. Yeah, that Cuban Spanish shit. That and then that could be fun. You <laughs> oh. know, a fun little thing. Yeah. So Coco, if you're listening, <laughs> get on that. He ain't listening. Get on that motherfucker. No, but it, it could even be funny with like Burt Kreischer. I just, but I just think Joey Diaz would have a better chemistry with Yoel. Oh yeah. I see you, boy. <laughs> I love you. I see you soon. <laughs> no gay Jesus. I'm pretty excited for that fucking fight. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Now this is what I'm thinking too. If Izzy wins, what's left for him in that division? I mean, really? I don't know, but like, see, like this is like to me, this is like a Conor McGregor moment. It is like early Conor McGregor because he's taking on the people that nobody think or everybody thinks would be the hardest fight. Right, and he's taking it. He's he's asking for it. And he was asking for it before it was even like a, a thing. He was like, Well, I want you all next. You know what I mean? But and then he and then he took he ended up stepping up and said, Fuck it, I'll take fucking the juiced up fucking Ricky Martin. <laughs> but then Ricky Martin got fucking injured. Yeah, Paulo Costa and a steroid yeah, shit. He, and he's just nah, he's gone. just getting fucked in the ass too much. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Martin motherfucker. <laughs> Living yeah. a vida loca. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fucking dick kicker. There's yeah. a reason why he kicks in the dick a lot. He likes dick. Oh my! Stop. I, gotta look into it. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, Bravo. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! All right, all right. So I wanted to to get into this because I thought it was necessary, and I don't know super necessary. I don't know how how you feel about this, but we're going back one one fight card to UFC 246. Okay, where Connor took on Cerrone. Okay. So that fight only lasted 40 seconds. Okay. A little longer than I expected. <laughs> so after the fight and after the whole thing is done, right? Now, this was on ESPN. Okay. Now, ESPN has its own kind of commenta- Broadcast. commentators, broadcasters, whatever, reporters. And at the end of this fight, they had two broadcasters and Joe Rogan talking about what had just happened on UFC 246. Not regular MMA broadcasters. But sports broadcasters nonetheless. Yeah, but I'm just saying that's... Okay. So one of the sportscasters, you probably heard of him, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, which I always call Stephen A. Thompson. (laughs) I fucking cannot remember his name to save my life. Well, Stephen A. Smith, as easy as that name is. Stephen Asshole Smith. Pretty much. He was letting his ignorance shine. In this, that's ignorant. That's mad ignorant, yo. In this, uh, in this, in this interview <laughs> or in this, in this commentary incident, he he said that Cowboy Cerrone quit, that he folded like a cheap tent, that he didn't show any skill whatsoever. He said that the pay per view lights were too bright, and that he folded under all this pressure. And and on to go furthermore. He also said that Connor did not show him enough to get the Khabib rematch. To get to the Khabib rematch, to get to a Masvidal rematch, and it, rematch. It wouldn't be a rematch. Well, a, a Masvidal fight. A Masvidal fight. Excuse me. It just. It just didn't. He was. He was disrespectful. Extremely to me. To me. Yeah. I mean, all you gotta do is listen to what Joe Rogan said. And, 
excuse me, and like him talking to Josh Thompson, yeah, about it, and it's like, yeah, everything you're saying is pretty much right, but like, so like when I first heard Stephen A. Thompson, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get the just call him Steve, okay? When I first heard Stevie Boy talking yeah. about the fight, yeah, to me he reminded me of all the casuals at work or whoever. Yes, it's like so. In a way, that's good for the sport. I agree. I'll put that because it's going to make... He speaks for the fucking old school boxing fans. Yes. He speaks for the guys that don't really know what the fuck they're watching. Right. Because they're like, I just I just paid for a fucking pay-per-view and I only seen 40-minute ass whooping. 40 I mean, you know, 40-second 40 40. ass whooping. Right. So that's that's how they feel. We right. Like, a lot of us watch that shit and like, yeah, that's what we expected. That was fucking awesome. Uh, Connor... Did what he does, and uh, Cowboy did what he does. But that's why we all had a bad taste in our mouth when this fight originally originated or was called. Yeah, and the thing is, is you heard me say it. Anybody, most people expected around the same thing, right? So it's like this is a very big possibility that this outcome would occur, right? And it fucking did, and that's what we expected, right? Connor is just as good as he always was. And Cowboy also folds under pressure. Uh, yeah. So when Steven said all this stuff live at the event, you could see Joe Rogan was visibly um, taken aback by it all. I'm not saying he was he was disgusted by it, but he's looking at him like, are you fucking serious? Like, really, dude? Come on. And he did his best. He said, I disagree with you. Connor, this showed Connor was great. This showed Connor was uh, how well Connor is because we look at Cowboy's resume and all this other stuff. And I kind of, I kind of discovered an unwritten rule that we've always followed. Even, even us, even though we're, we're usually the broy kind of guys on this podcast, and we we call shit how we see it, but we still respect the fighters that make the walk to go in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And well, for the most part, for the most, unless, unless they go there and act like a little bitch, it, whatever. But I'm saying, like, we still understand. There's an undertone there where we understand that this is there's much respect to whoever takes that walk to the cage. Yeah. Well, they they put their life on the line for our entertainment. Agreed. So respect there. Right. So it, it felt like during that, and little, he went out on his fucking sword. You know what I mean? And he did. Cowboy did, but. It felt like uh, Stephen A. did not acknowledge that at all. And he just said whatever he felt. As a casual fan, he has that right to do. But it just felt like disrespectful. But anyway, Joe Rogan went on to, to in the later days, to say something on his podcast. Yeah. Something to the effect of, it, it wasn't a good look for Stephen A. Smith. It wasn't a good look for the UFC. And it wasn't, good look, it wasn't a good look for... Uh, the sport of MMA for as a fa- whole. For fans like us, this yeah. is true. Yeah. But I believe that for casuals, they're gonna that that's the type of shit they see. But but I, I agree. And there's more casuals than there are actual like huge fans. I agree. But why appeal to the casuals? No, no, I understand you want to appeal to the casuals to get the masses to bring them more money, to bring more attention, to bring more traffic. I understand all that. But do we really want to um cosign on all the bad habits that a casual has that the the difference between a casual and a hardcore is a hardcore 
follows the sport more closely and he and he can see he or she can see exactly what's going on and appreciate the sport yeah. and it's not it's not it's not human cockfighting at that point i just feel that that Stephen A Smith feels that it's 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 so much like boxing or just fighting and it's 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 a little bit more than that it's a way more technical than that well the thing is is like every like bad stereotype against the when cuz like most time when we say casual we mean it in a friendly way right but all the bad stereotypes are literally true with Stephen Thompson i mean Stephen fucking Smith Stephen A you can just say Stephen A Stephen asshole Smith there you go um because like he's like the super casual and then he put out a video of like the first time he ever trained. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh my god, dude! What the fuck kind of punches were they teaching him? I don't know. He's like, like, dude, like, punch a dude in a leg, then punch a dude over his head. Punch a dude. The in a dude leg. holding mitts was that like a trainer or was that like just his buddy? Because if somebody was supposed to be showing him how to punch, that was the wrong way to do it. But look, digress. So Joe Rogan said what he said on his podcast. Then Stephen A. Smith puts out a video on explaining how wrong Joe Rogan is for calling him out. You're wrong on this one. Yeah, he said, you're wrong on this one, brother. And just went on a yeah, rant. Yeah, but Joe Rogan even said that that would happen. Oh, yeah, he knew. It was he was a- like, he eats us up. This is how he does, you know, this is, this is what, this makes what he's his- successful at. Yeah, he loves arguing. And that's what... and. People like to see that. I don't think that, that Joe's going to argue with him as much as people think they, he will. No, no, He's going to let him be a dumb casual. Yeah, go ahead. I don't, everybody's acting like, oh, it's going to be like the fight or an argument of the century. I think Joe Rogan's just going to be like, hey, if you ever fucking put that guy near me and he even gets a little aggressive, I'm going to hurt him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's the end of that conversation. Yeah. If he ever gets a little aggressive, he's done. Yeah. I hope they never put them two together again. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see them this, on his I show. I mean, this could I don't be like nothing. this could be like it, like Joe Rogan just be like, "Hey, I'll just take the high road." Yeah, and just not do it. Because like, hey, you guys, you guys want to pay Stephen Thompson all that money? You guys and and push him. Stephen in, A. Smith, but keep going. You guys want to push him on, on, on our fucking community? All right. Well, guess guess what? I'm out. Right. Right. This could push him out. So. After he put out, after Stephen Smith put out this video, Conor McGregor responds, and he responds on Twitter. And I see, get, I didn't know this. This is this is the part where I'm like, all right, I didn't, I, I, I got lost on this one. Okay, so this is what Conor says. Conor says the call you discuss here is a plus because he said he said that um, Conor beat him in 40 seconds and with a shoulder strikes and with uh, with a kick to the orbital and, yeah, and yeah. knocked him out and all that. He said. And what also what Stephen Smith was saying in his video is that he did not show enough, like we said before. So Connor says this. I'll read the whole thing. The call you discussed here is A+. I didn't show enough. I'm not paid by the hour, though. Joe's comments, however, came, came from you saying the opposition fighter quit. Broken nose and orbital bones say different. Fighting is vicious. Those who make the walk deserve full respect. Apologize. That's what Connor said to Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, he's right. He, he, <laughs> and I don't like Connor, but I agree with Connor on and this one. I doubt he even wrote that. He's got somebody on his fucking team, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? They was like, I got this, bro. Yeah. <laughs> in 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 all in all fairness, I fucking hate Connor. It's been well documented that I don't like him. I agree with him 
100% on this. Yeah. So Stephen Smith retorts and comes back. Okay. With a three tweet. With a three Seminar. tweet. Whatever. Basically, come back. <laughs> so I'm going to try and read this the best I could. It says, sir, uh, M-I-C-H. I don't know what that means. Meh, I guess. Or much respect. Yeah, sir, Mitch respect to the great Conor McGregor. Uh, my recollection on what I said is that's the way it looked to me. Cowboy Cerrone is a perennial top 10 fighter. Much respect to him for the lengthy career that he has had. Wishing him nothing but the best. But I don't think it's unfair to say that that more than 40 seconds was expected from a tough tough of a SOB as he is. Uh, McGregor, nor do I think it's wrong to assume that there is no way that forty seconds, a forty second fight, would take place with you versus uh, Nagat uh, Khabib or Masvidal. We expected more than what we got. Props to you for that. But to know how tough Cowboy is, lots of the fans like myself expected more, and I don't think Joe Rogan is right to question my knowledge about a fight just because I wasn't satisfied with what I saw. (laughs) I said what I said, and I meant it. It's possible to do that and still have a tremendous respect for McGregor along with Joe Rogan. Both of you are fantastic for the UFC, and I wouldn't enjoy it nearly as much without the both of you. I wish you both prosperity in the future, but clearly... We disagree about Cowboy's performance on January 18th. Hashtag respect. So there was no respect. Zero. Uh, right there, he kind of almost sounds like a like a Kevin kind of casual. Like, you know, he means well. Go ahead, well. backlog. No, he, <laughs> he kind of felt like he meant well, but yeah. he doesn't He doesn't keep up with. he he. But see, that's the thing. He's trying to act like this guy is worse than Kevin. I'm, I just brought up Kevin. He called him casual. But this guy's way worse because he acts like he knows. Yes. Kevin will say, like, well, I don't, I'm not sure who this is. Right. Right. That's all we want is some fucking humility when you're talking about something. He's if like, you don't Cow- know you something. You talking about how good Cowboy is. Like, okay, so if you're such an expert, expert and you're getting paid that much fucking money, I guess I'm fucking Notre Dame over here. Nostradamus, but yeah. Notre, Notre, Na- <laughs> Sinatra. Right. I know I'm what fucking, you're saying. I'm Miss Cleo, okay? <laughs> This is why call we call him it. now. Call me now, Stephen. <laughs> I will tell you what the he says. Yeah, we expected more of a fight. Obviously, I fucking didn't. I expected less. No, nobody expected. I kind of wanted to see. I wanted to see second round, but I, we knew that that cowboy didn't really have what it takes to beat Connor. We all knew that. Gaethje just steamrolled him. Yeah, that's what I was like. Yo, no way in hell. Yeah. I fucking definitely I, called that one. Was I disappointed with the fight? Yes, I was. I, I wasn't. Wanted, I, I wanted it. to see more, but I understand what would happen. I I don't mind short fights as long as somebody's got beat the fuck up. Right. Right. I mean, if it's finish, a dumb, so it's finish. So the only like type of short fights I hate is when Yair's bitch ass motherfucking uh, eye poked his ass right away. Oh yeah. See, yeah. that's a, like a fucking bullshit thing. Where I, you're like, I get that. We expect it more. Yeah. Yeah. Now. What what do we say here? I mean, we say that Stephen Thompson, Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith, <laughs> <laughs> he, 
he's it, he's just a casual, and do we pay him any mind? Because I just don't feel like. I feel like his... He's like everybody's uncle that doesn't really watch it. Like, and like, oh, I'll beat all their asses. Right. You know? The only so thing... we just got to kind of like not pay attention to him. Don't give him any attention. Right. But the only... This is, this is my issue with it. And this is why I brought it up tonight in the podcast. Is do we want somebody like that at these events having a voice and technically teaching these casuals or teaching people new that that are new to the sport that this is how how it's represented and it's not i think it's a it's a horrible misrepresentation of the sport and to to show that much disrespect for two fighters real disrespect not joking all jokes aside not not joking and being totally disrespectful like he was it's fucked up man yeah that's what i'm saying though but i feel like he would appeal to more to the like casuals because he is such a casual and they, like he speaks what they think already. Right. But at the same time, you're right because like we don't want like if if so like the whole idea is like everybody becomes a hardcore fan. That's yeah, that's the so, idea. That's like, the goal. You would rather them learn how to be a, re- a good fan. Yeah, we want to we want them to learn the jujitsu. We want them to learn the well, clinch they don't have to, But I'm saying you could learn like Hey man, they're putting their lights on the line. It takes it. They literally train for months. Sometimes you know. Well, obviously they're training for years. But I'm saying they they do like two, three months sometimes just for one fight training. Right. You know, and you you gotta respect that. You can't fucking be so disrespectful when people are putting so much into it. Yeah, I agree. And and putting so much on the line for it. And and I agree with Steven on this one that that. He has an his his opinion is his opinion, but it's it's not good for our entertainment. It's not it's not good to represent the sport. And my question after after all that's being said is, should should ESPN keep their own broadcasters out of UFC events? I'm not saying that they shouldn't they shouldn't cover UFC. They can cover UFC on their own shows, but I think they need to keep them out of UFC events. They don't need we don't need them there. Yeah, I mean, I I agree, but I don't know how like how that would work. But I, I tell you, I wish I had Stephen um, Smith's phone number. <laughs> I'd call him right now. I'm like, bro, you you replied wrong. I think when he took when Conor McGregor told him to apologize, he should have did a video reply of him saying, "You know what, Conor, you're right. I want to take this time to ab- apologize to absolutely fucking no one." <laughs> Yes. <laughs> then yes. I would be a fan of Stephen Smith because then that shows. First of all, you know Connor. <laughs> yes, yes, and that, that would give. Him, look, if you want to go that route and you want to go hard with it and not apologize and do that, say you know the but, sport, but still, but, but still, he, but still, do your research a little. Right, right, you know, right. Get get better at it. Yes, I, I'm willing to 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 let him let him get better at it. Okay, he 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 definitely already got he got fucking checked. You know what I mean. Like yeah. he stepped out of line and and Rogan everybody checked him. I guarantee. Oh my god, yeah. I and the thing is, like, and, and Josh Thompson uh, was right though. He's like, yeah, let. And it even it don't even have to be the person that he talked shit on. Somebody sees him in the hallway, a UFC fighter, and they didn't like the way he disrespected his like his, his training partner. Yeah, it's not a good look. He might say, "Hey, fuck you, motherfucker! You got something to say about me?" Yeah, it's not a good look. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're making enemies, dude. Yeah. Ariel found that out the hard way, didn't he? Fuck Ariel. I haven't watched him since Nam. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked Ariel. Oh, man. Me and Ariel were never friends. 
<laughs> Easy day to God. Fucking mayhem tearing up his shit was the best thing I ever seen. <laughs> he climbed across the fucking table. <laughs> He's like, fuck your shit. Oh man. But this is what we're talking about, man. If you if you're gonna broadcast a sport or you're gonna commentate on a sport on on that high of a level. Know what the fuck you're talking about. I still fuck with Ariel a hell of a lot more than I do Smith. Right. Because at least you know he does his shit. He does his research. I mean, he's a fan. He yes. is a, he, he's a Connor stan. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a fan. And that's what we want. If, you, if you're going to be reporting on, on a sport, report it on your own show, and you can put whatever spin you want on it, whatever. I'm not going to watch it. Well, but if on. you're going to come to ESPN and you're going to be on the UFC broadcast, know your shit before you get on that shit. Like, a lot of people always ask me, like, or I see a lot of people always saying to people that don't like Luke Thomas. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things I don't like about Luke Thomas, is he kind of is disrespectful to certain fighters. I agree. He takes that and he's like, yeah, you just, uh, so he's kind of, he kind of does that already. He can't, he, look, Luke Thomas says what, says his opinions, but Luke Thomas is also a fan of MMA. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't say outlandish shit. He doesn't. But he does di- get disrespectful a little bit. He does get disrespectful a little bit, but he know he he understands the the original thing, like you said. Two fighters come in there and they put their lives on the line for our entertainment. He understands that, and I don't think Stephen A. Smith understands that at all. And I think somebody needs to humble his ass and understand <laughs> that, just to understand that. Humble him. Yeah. What, you want to get in the ring with Khabib? No, you don't have to. <laughs> well, that would be fucking funny. I would love to see it. But <laughs> but no, you don't have to get get physical with the guy. <laughs> I mean, just he's just got to be put in his place. That's all. And his place is not in a UFC event. Where's his place? In, in his show, wherever his show is. I mean, you can argue to whomever, whatever. That's how you make your living great. I remember not liking this guy to begin with. Yeah, seeing random videos of this guy just yelling. That's all he does. This is he loves to argue. He made a living off of arguing about sports. Yeah, He's great him. at it. He's great at it. Keep that shit over there, buddy. We don't want you yeah. over here. This is the that's we can that argue simple. amongst ourselves, right? And, and we have know an the, intelligent argument. Yes, we know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> you wrong on this one, Joe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm almost positive, but I've seen a meme going around where. <laughs> it's saying like all I have to do is land that right if I make contact in Joe's oh face he's out oh my god like I wish it was real but I'm almost positive it's fake there's no way that's real but cause... the fact that I wish so hard it's real I almost believe it oh, man <laughs> that would be so good uh, can you imagine he- Joe Rogan just spin kicking him in his fucking head yeah <laughs> just go just... I could imagine Joe Rogan not throwing one punch he wouldn't need to he would just literally avoid the punch and then grab him up Choke him, him out. Choke him out. He Over. Did, he did it once on Fear Factor. He's done it several times. Out he didn't choke club. the guy. Oh, that's right. He held him. No, and and dude, uh, he got him in the uh, the uh, plum. I think. Oh, uh, Thai. I think that's what happened. And I then, thought he had him in a guillotine. Nah, and it, uh, I know it was a he's long a pro time wrestler ago. now. Who's the guy? That's a pro wrestler now. He was really big in WWE. Shut up. What's his name? I don't know. Who are you talking about? He was in a reality show on MTV too. Oh, The Miz. The Miz broke it up. He was on that episode. Oh, that's right. That's the right. The Miz was like, "Oh, I, you know, I know Joe Rogan. And Joe <laughs> Rogan will fuck him up." <laughs> so, the, so really, Miz saved that dude's life. Yeah, or Mike, maybe not life, but you know what I mean. Mike Mazanin saved your life. You better, you better fucking appreciate that. Mm. What a fucking day. 
Did you hear so, about, uh, are you about to tell me something? Yeah, uh, well, go ahead. I want to hear what you guys are saying. just going to say, uh, did you hear about Tyrone Woodley? What did Tyrone Woodley do? He was over there saying that he blew all his money like he was a rapper oh <laughs> on God. a fighter's pay- paycheck. Oh, my God. So, yeah, he's kind of. Is he, is he like broke five broke? I'm not sure because I didn't like really look it up, but like, damn, dude. I heard him say something like, like he's bought seven cars and two houses. Yeah. And he's also has a huge family. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, uh, Mama Woodley gotta eat. Oh, what's in your time, baby? (laughs) (laughs) Mama Woodley, Mama Woodley is. is Mama Woodley does eat. We can tell. I was gonna say, Mama Willie's a saint. That's where his fucking money went. <laughs> holy shit! Holy shit! Oh man, I'm getting ready to say Mama Woodley's a saint, but I mean, yeah. I, can't, I, I can't, I can't now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Did saint you hear, pig? Did you hear about uh, one of the Gracies, Helson? Uh, well, yeah, I've seen it circulating around. I just didn't. I guess kind of didn't care. I mean. I mean, I guess it's a big thing because you expect the uh, the first family of jujitsu to to act better, but he he is charged with uh, drug trafficking Hold in on. Brazil. You mean the family that started a fucking fighting competition? He didn't start up. Well, yeah, he did. Okay. So so a family that just like made money off of just fighting each other and fighting other people. Yeah. You wouldn't expect them to, to be drug runners too. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect that. <laughs> I'm like, I can expect anything from these fucking crazy guys. <laughs> well, he's 66 years old. Well, he can't fucking make money whipping people's ass no more. I guess he's going to start running drugs. So apparently he got a a, a certain amount of drugs from uh, California. It was a lot of marijuana, it appears. I don't really know every detail of it. I just what I read in the article. Um but yeah, he's he's facing fifteen years. Fifteen years in jail. He'll be all right. Sixty six years old? I don't know if he's gonna be all right in a Brazilian jail. They ain't gonna rape him or anything. I don't know. You don't know what the hell they're gonna do in Brazil. Man, they'll be nice to that old man. They'll be like, damn dude, you were a legend. Uh huh. You think somebody's gonna try and abuse him? Yeah. Cause if you're in jail and you you got one of the Gracies in there and you're gonna fuck him up, come on. Dude, too many people respect him. I thought you said he was a respected man. I thought the family was, but I mean, in jail, all that shit goes out the window, I'm assuming. Well, Gracie's going to fucking take some goddamn backs, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh jiu-jitsu come into play. <laughs> I fuck you now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him get back, man. That's all I'm saying. Rear naked choke <laughs> has a whole new fucking meaning, bro. <laughs> That's where it originated. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so nasty. I do let you bang, bro. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's so nasty. Gracie's screaming that as he's choking dude out. <laughs> Just let me bang. <laughs> That's so fucking this nasty. This dick ain't gonna go down by itself. <laughs> Stop. Nasty. That's what he had, a bunch of fucking uh, cock pills. Oh, he was taking them, he was taking them to Anderson? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh well, you got anything else, man? Um, how about Zabit? Zabit, Zabit and Korean Zombie. Yeah, aka he's a bitch. Everybody hates how I call him a bitch. I do too. I don't like it. Zabit's gonna win. He's gonna be next champion. Hold on, you got him beating Korean Zombie. Yeah. How? 
Submission. I seen a post about it saying, please tell me this is five rounds. Guess what? Korean Zombie don't need five rounds to fuck him up. No, he doesn't. It would be nice if it was five rounds. Korean Zombie. First round knockout, motherfuckers. First round knockout. He ain't going to do him like Frankie. Frank, was, yeah, he's going to do it easier. The beat's going to run. Killer, he's going to run the first round. Killer Korean Zombie. Okay. It's going to fucking kill him. I don't see that happening. Explode his fucking head like Abe Lincoln. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's gonna be a good fight. When is that? Th- when is that taking place? You know, Abe Lincoln was a vampire slayer, <laughs> not a not a zombie killer. <laughs> you know. Okay, I, I I'll I'll take that. He's fucking dead. I don't know, man. April eighteenth. April eighteenth. Oh, on the Khabib Ferguson fight. UFC 249. That's great. Fuck yeah. That's going to be a great card, man. That's probably going to be the... The, the main event? Because could be even Ferguson ain't going to go? Well, I was going to say the main event of the prelims. Nah, that's got to be on the main card. Korean Zombie's not a prelim guy. He just main evented the fucking Korean show. You don't go to a prelims from a main event. I just figured a co-main... Or, nah, the co-main event? It, it will be people that are 155ers. You think? In case one of them fall out. Yeah, yeah. Now you make me want to look this up. I don't know. We're going to look it up real quick. So, yeah, so Zabit, where do you think he beats him? On the ground. You think Zabit beats Korean Zombie on the fucking ground? Mm-hmm. Like Kiesa? Oh my god, it's not on it's not on the main card. Damn, did I call that? Uh you sure it's April eighteenth? I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at something. Uh, Maybe it got announced and it's not put on there. Maybe. Cause right now we got the co main event is Uriah Hall versus Jacare. And then you got Rojnama Yunez taking Uriah on Uriah Hall versus Jacare. That one fucking snuck by us. Yeah. It's gonna be nice. That's the co-main for that. For that. At one eighty five. So Jack went back to fucking one eighty five. Or, uh, yeah, it's middleweight. One eighty five. Hold up. Jackery went down to one eighty five. Souza. Yeah. I or thought no. he was moving to two hundred five. That's what I thought. He's, yeah, you're right, Hall. You're right. Yeah. And then you got uh, Jessica Andrade taking on Rose Nami Nami Yunez, Doug two. Rose. That's the rematch. I think Rose Doug, is gonna die. I I think Rose is gonna beat her. Rose is gonna die. Um, She's gonna get spiked her fucking dumbass head again. Then you got uh, Gian Vellante taking Gian. on Gian Gian Ven- Vellante or taking John. Ben Rothwell. I mean, Korean Zombie needs to be on this. Oh my God, Vellante is going to fucking heavyweight. Yeah. Okay, Vellante's been fighting at two hundred five. Yeah. Then you got Kama Worthy taking on uh, Ottoman. As Azitar, I don't know that guy. That's I think they're both. Uh, they're lightweights. No, but I think they're both uh, up and comers. Yeah, and you got Sajar Eubanks taking on Sarah Morris. Uh, Who gives a fuck about that fight? Yeah, and then you got Shamil uh, Abadeka Magomedov taking on Cyril Gan. Cyril Gan's gonna whip. Yeah, his I, ass. I think this is that fight because they were talking about how it's like the Dagestanis are yeah. gonna come and that's that you know what I mean. Okay, okay, I see yeah. what you're saying. Uh, the, the Russians are going to take over. Um, That's got to be on the main card, though. I mean, it's 
got to be. They don't have a prelim. This is just. I'm telling you, it might main event the prelim, dude. Maybe. Now that you say it like that, and I'm looking at this card, maybe. Sometimes they like take a. a see, because that's what they do. They'll take local guys, put them on the main. Or Dana White Contender Series, put them on the main card. Yeah. And just have a one good fight as the main event of the prelims. Yeah, to kind of sell it. And that, that fight is nothing but a, a who is going to fight for the title next. Yeah. That's all that fight is. Yeah. And so it's not nothing. Korean crazy. Zombie looks good, and you have him as your champion at, at the, the end, end of the year. year. Yeah, and I'm going with first round knockout. Okay, We're gonna first see. round knockout. First round. Whatever. First round, yo. Whatever. Oh, um, what's up? Before we leave, because I know we're getting we're we're getting tired. Yeah, we're wrapping this up. This episode is long, uh, or running longer than what we have been. <laughs> so, YouTube. Yeah. So we're 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 gonna be doing like uh, a revamp of the YouTube. We're gonna abandon the whole putting the U- our. Uh, we're gonna abandon the podcast on the YouTube channel right now, and we're just gonna concentrate on a little bit better content suited for YouTube. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we'll, maybe some like fight breakdowns or something, and you know, just little extra things that we want to just do and have fun with. Yeah. We may put some Twitch stuff on there. Some of buddies. Uh, UFC fight. And, you know, we could always, um, you know. What? What you got? What you got? What's going through your head? Because, I mean. <laughs> There's so much shit, dude. Just yeah. look out for it. I, I don't want to, I don't want to say too much because some of the stuff might be abandoned, but we got a few ideas and the, and the YouTube should be revamped and, and definitely subscribe now because, the it's more coming. subscribers, I think, the more we can do with it. Oh, yeah, it's coming, man. It's going to be good. We're going to concentrate a little bit more on that moving forward. It's going to be great. Yeah, and you all been having a good time on Twitter and Instagram and stuff. It was, you know, it's, it's good talking to all you guys. Hell, yeah. We love all the engagement. We love all the Fight Pick Championship crew. Everything about about this whole year is just coming along great, and it's just going to get better and better as the year goes on. Can't wait. What about you, man? Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, uh, don't be afraid to hit us up and talk to us and tell us what you like or don't like. Tell us that we suck. Tell us that we're awesome. <laughs> you know, and if you want to get part of any of the communities I'm in or oh, yeah. we are in, yeah, uh, it's it's all it takes is let me know and I'll get you right in, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's all it is. And we're always on Instagram. We're always on Twitter. Come at us, bro. We, we all about you know building each other up. Yeah. So. Work, you know, work with us. Do do what we do. Come check us out. With all that being said, I'm Ricky. I'm Buddy. We're out of here. Go fuck yourselves. See ya.